Hello everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today we have uh, my special guest on the show is actually going to be talking a little bit of science, uh, a little bit of science about the brain and some amazing new breakthrough work that he's been doing to help people take their life to the next level. Um, so please welcome my very special guest today, Jeff Geniak. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing great, Natalie. Thanks for having me today. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here. Um, I always like talking uh, about the science behind, you know, the principles that that we teach. And I know that you've been working with quite a few people uh, to really help them, you know, either heal or to, get, to take their life to the next level. So why don't we start first with um, with your background and how you got into such an interesting uh, line of work? Sure. Well, um, it's kind of a long story, so I'm going to really give you the Coles notes of it. But the whole passion about why I'm here and what I'm doing, what I do, really started when I was very young. When I was growing up, I was diagnosed with a whole plethora of learning disabilities, and I was, they were calling me developmentally delayed, ADHD, you name it, right? And um, it was very embarrassing for me. I was in go undergoing speech therapy um, all the way up until grade six. I mean, I, had to, it was just, I couldn't read aloud. They had to make exceptions for me on how I would take tests and how I would do all kinds of things in a very painful, embarrassing time. The great thing about it is both my parents were psychologists and, and they're both very brilliant people. And so they advocated for me very well and they worked with me after school every single day, right, to help. And while in the, you know, late 70s, early 80s, neuroscience, I might be dating myself a bit there, but neuroscience um, was really not what it is today, they did the best they can with what they knew. And what happened is suddenly one day, going into grade seven, everything clicked. All of a sudden, I was able to read aloud. I was able to take tests like normal kids. I didn't have to have speech therapy anymore. I mean, it's like everything that needed to connect in my brain just connected. And my life changed forever right there. I began, um, and here's the cool thing, is that I knew, right, even though I was really young, I knew it was a result of all the mind work that my parents did with me that allowed this to happen. And that had I not had the advantages, right, of both my parents and who they were and what they were capable of, who knows what would have happened. And so from a very young age, it was instilled in me a passion for anything having to do with the mind, anything that we could learn to improve large quality of life issues, all the way down to even small ones, right, um, became something of a, of a real passion for me. And I never looked back. And I've been involved in everything from NLP to hypnosis to brainwave entrainment, brainwave stimulation, and creating and innovating some really new and um, incredibly promising technologies in all these areas. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I think what you're, what you're um, talking about here is the fact that you, uh, your parents helped to instill in you the belief that you were okay, that things were actually, that you were actually going to be able to, to, to learn. And when you have that belief, um, then that becomes your truth. Is that, is that kind of what you felt? Yeah, actually. And some of the things that they said to me were directly, like looking back, some of the things my father said to me, he goes, Jeff, he goes, you know, you don't have uh, a math problem. He says, you don't have a reading problem. You don't have a social problem, because I also had some social quirks. I mean, that goes with, you know, having all these problems. He says, what you have is a learning problem. And he says, and as soon as we fix that, right, he says, as soon as we fix that, he says, you're going to have an advantage over everybody else, because you're going to know specifically how you learn, right? And everybody takes it for granted. He says, but you're going to know at an intimate level, and you are going to be able to learn anything you want. And so the way the world is changing, you will be anything you want to know that anybody else knows in the world, you will be able to know 
because of your ability to acquire new knowledge. And so that was the process and, and part of that belief installation that he put in me. And I remember when we had this conversation, it was so unbelievably powerful, and it created in me a desire, a hope, right? Because for so long, I mean, it was upsetting, it was embarrassing, it was whatever. And so now there was this belief and a hope that, in fact, because he presupposed that it was all going to work out, right? Right? Presuppositions. Yeah. And, he, he, and he said, not only is it going to work out, he, he created a, um, a timeline, if you will, for me. He created a very beautiful future for me in using language and saying, you're going to have the advantage. You're going to have the, right? And so he created a compelling future along with that belief. Right, and so that certainly was one of the major things that kept me alive and really ignited that fire. Yeah. Now we're talking about neuroscience, which is really the study of the brain. But what do you think is the difference? Or tell us the difference between the mind and the brain, because they're not really the same thing, are they? Well, you know, uh, people have been debating this whole thing for a very long time, right? I mean, so the brain, you know, when we can look at it, we can take EEGs and we can dissect it, you know long after we're not using it, hopefully, right? But, you know, we, we can look at the brain, and this is this physical thing, and it's made up of fat and proteins and electrical activity, and it uses minerals and all this other stuff, and blood goes through it. And as a result, we have all these electrical pulses, and somewhere along the line, consciousness comes about. And this is what we often refer to as the mind. Our, the, I think it's the consequence. Now, there could be a spiritual, you know, a lot of things. It's a culmination of our entire meat suit, if you will, <laughs> right? And and our soul and our essence, really, that help that comes together that helps create our consciousness. But that's what we that's what the mind is, right? It's our ability to conscious and our ability to self govern, right? Um, that really sets us apart and sets that aspect away from the brain. Yeah, I, I love to ask that question. I actually read a, a book recently. Or I'm reading a book at the moment called "Do You Quantum Think." by a woman called Diane Collins, who actually was a past guest on the show. And uh, she mentions how, like, the, our mind is really non-local. Mm. You know? So it, uh, but, but, and for me, I'm thinking, well, if our brain is non-local and it's connected to, you know, the ether or to the quantum field or whatever that is, um, the brain is the vehicle in which it uh, is able to, you know, uh, manifest or change our lives or, or operate um, you know, through through, so it's like the the connection between us and you know, and that higher source. Um, I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, you've also we were talking earlier about how you've been doing some incredible work with this whole audio and visual um, stimulation. You know, I was just saying before we have, you know, a lot of our community has the Mind Movies Matrix product, which combines the visual of a mind movie, but with the auditory of, of subliminals or brain entrainment. So um, why do you think that combining the two of those things and, and in your research, what have you come up with as to why that's so powerful? Well, there's, there's a couple of reasons. And um, number one, the visual system projects into roughly 40% of the cortex in the brain. That's a pretty big chunk, right? So it's a really powerful modality in which to stimulate, right? And so um, using motion and things like this, we can also get uh, encouraged cross-hemispheric communication across the optic pathway. The, uh, this is really, really important because, um, and, and, and maybe I'll touch on that a little bit more after I talk about the auditory side. Um, our, our ears are the pure definition of a periphery organ, peripheral organ. Right? takes in information 360 degrees up and down all the time, never stops. And as a result, it has a very interesting set of filters. 
right? They go they go around with it that sometimes will allow us to potentiate the sounds or to really pay attention to the specific sounds. And so stimulation, entrainment or just stimulation, right, has a very unique way of getting the attention of the brain. And when we do it properly, we further encourage cross-hemispheric communication in the brain. And um, this, again, this is really important, but the important thing to understand is that the way the cross-hemisphere communication happens through the ears and through the auditory system is infinitely more complex than the optical pathway in comparison. So one of the ways that that works is, is for instance, is in order for our brain to determine, uh, one of the things that our audio system, our ears are hardwired to pay attention to and do automatically is a, month, is a whole whack of amazing math. Okay, and it relates to uh, sounds. When we have sounds that approach our ears at different rates and speeds, so in other words, it's maybe moving in a 3D environment, okay, the, um, the brain is forced to do a massive amount of internal math, okay, massive amount, because uh, what it's doing automatically, and every mammal, this is built into every mammal, by the way, and, um, is that we look, the brain looks for point of origin, speed, location, distance, and then it wants to add meaning to what it is in relation to ourselves, okay? And so if you've ever done trigonometry, calculus, discrete mathematics, if you ever had the joy of doing all that, you know I'm talking about some heavy-duty math, okay? I mean, point of origin, speed, location, but our auditory system is able to do this really quickly, but one of the ways it does it is by bouncing that signal back and forth between the hemispheres, right? So it gets a little bit of data here, a little bit of data there, a little bit of data there, right? Because of the way it's positioned in the 3D environment. Okay, so you're forcing the brain to do all this internal math. So we're getting this really big engagement. And, when, and the reason why, and, and you can do this through visuals too, right? And that's why it's important, getting that cross-hemispheric communication. The reason why that's important is because we know this. The vast majority of negative emotions, stress, fear, anxiety, overwhelm, okay, they all cause uh, blood flow and electrical flow restriction away from the prefrontal cortex of the brain. Why is that important? Because the prefrontal cortex of the brain is the self-governor, the thing that allows us to think clearly, what allows us to make good decisions. It's what allows us to, to take negative situations and go, you know what, that's not so bad. Right? I can think through it. Right? I can do it. And a lot of the times when we have this stress and overwhelm, fear and anxiety, the activity is not only constricted away from those areas, but also other areas that are important to help us feel good, just feel better more often. And... Um, We'll, we'll often, when we're looking at the brain in some of the brain scans, we'll see some of it trapped and bundled up on one side, and sometimes the electricity is spinning like a top. It seems to be trapped. Well, with cross-hemispheric communication, when we're encouraging that to occur, whether it's through the optic pathway or auditory pathway or both, right, we're encouraging the brain to expand that electrical activity back out, so we're unwinding that negative emotion. We're encouraging, and wherever the electricity goes, the blood flow is going to go. Same with the, wherever the blood flow, it's chicken and the egg kind of thing, right? But this is what we know. And so all of a sudden, we're expanding, right, the, the, the reach in the brain. We're giving people's brains back, okay? And, um, and the reason why this technology is so important is because a lot of modalities out there say, you know, how we're going to work through problems is we're going to try to think it through, right? But if you're already stressed, overwhelmed, right, your ability to think it through is already compromised, right? It's already, you're already not firing at all cylinders, and um, it's not going to work too well. So when you introduce a type of stimulation that comes through video and audio at the same time, and you're able to really, you know, get this cross-hemispheric communication, 
um, you're doing a lot of good for people in, in terms of you know their ability to take back their own lives and use their brain properly. And the, the funny thing about this is that we never think that our brains are compromised when we're in a situation, right? It's like I'm still I'm fine, I'm fine, right? You know. And here's the other thing: the smarter a person is, the less likely they are to believe that stress and negative emotions affect them negatively. <laughs> so what we have is a whole society of really bright and brilliant people that, that don't take care of their brain or their stressful emotions and things like that because they think it doesn't affect them. And in reality it does. All the research is there. And so they're, they're giving you know, a sixth of what they could be if they really just took time to use technology and take care of themselves. Right, because you know, and I know that you have some amazing technology as well that helps people to do this. So, so basically, what you're saying is that for us to be able to problem solve, to be able to, you know, uh, look into the future, to be able to create a, a reality for ourselves, to even get ourselves out of our current situation, we need to be in that in those positive moods or feeling good first before we even start to think about anything like that. Yeah, I mean, well, hey, you don't have to be, but I mean, it sure makes a difference. The research is all there. I mean, we've got Harvard research to prove it. I mean, it's all over the place. The better you, the way your brain works is intimately tied to the way you think and feel moment to moment and day to day. The quality of your emotional operating system is intimately tied to that, right? So if you want to be at your best, you want to be the most productive, you, you have to have that expanded blood flow, that expanded whole brain activity, that expanded electrical activity. Otherwise, you're simply not going to be making the best decisions for you in your life. And let's face it, you know, your life now, whether you love it, hate it, or anything in between, and I hope it's not hate it, Right is uh, you know is a factor of several things. Sometimes it's you know the opportunities you've had growing up and culture and everything else like that. But moreover, what you've done with it, this, the decisions you've made with what you've had, and so the impact on somebody's life who has maybe a brilliant mind, but the life is filled with stress, overwhelm, and anxiety. You know, every day at different parts of the day, the long-term impact on large quality of life issues is substantial and it's tragic, right? Yeah, absolutely. So um, so tell me a little bit about uh, the work that you do and the, and the type of people that you work with and the results they get. Wow, uh, it's all over the map. I mean, I've been hired by government-funded agencies. I've got um, technology in, in military that doctors are going, you know, post-traumatic stress is over. You really gotta, you really got to look at some of this stuff and it's going to help you. Um, I've got I've been hired by major corporations to uh, help their entire organizations develop technologies for other people, you know, so they could go out and help their client bases. Um, the testimonies are thousands a year, and they are all over the map. Everything from all of a sudden I'm making more money because I'm making better decisions. I'm doing, you know, um, I get telephone calls. I had a lady call me not too long ago. She goes, Jeff, your life response frequencies program literally saved my life, and I get these all the time. And you know, the testimonies I have on my website, I mean. I only got a small fraction of them there because the vast majority I can't even publish because I get these letters, these things that are a mile long and people that are pouring out these intimate details of all the shifts and changes they've had and they're way too intimate to publish but there, there's many, I mean, so many people have been living with constricted blood flow and electrical activity in their brain for so long. When you give it back to them, man, sometimes things just change like that. So everything from you saved my life to my business, I've made more money in three years than I did, or in three months than I did in the last three years. I got some video testimonies to that. Um, to, uh, you know, I mean, you name it, it's out there. I've had people say, um, my relationships have been better. My health is better. I had a lady call me the other day. She goes, 
I think part of your technology fixed my eyesight a little bit. And I go, really? It hasn't mine. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know? So they're, they're all over the map, but they're, they're life-changing nonetheless. Yeah, I know. It's, it's amazing when, uh, when you, you have that ability to be able to step out of the energy, the negative vortex of the situation that you're in and see it from a completely different point of view, which is what you're saying, is that you have the ability to do that once you get the, the blood flow and get the brain back into a healthy state. So, Jeff, we've, we've run out of time, as we always do very quickly on the show, but um, where can I send people to find out if they want to connect with you and find out more about what you do? Um, you can send them to jeffreygeniac.com um, uh, forward slash, and we've got a, a life response frequency special page actually set up, right, for you. And we've done something really special. I just launched a new product called Chakra Manifestation, and we're giving it away for free to anybody who buys the life response frequencies collection through the link. I think that you're going to have available to people. It's not advertised on the sales page, but this is the newest iteration of the most advanced um, visual and auditory stimulation on the market today, bar none. Um, I promise you that. It's crazy good. And so you get both of them combined. If you, that's a wonderful place for everybody to start. Right, awesome. And guys, remember, if you click on the banner to the side there, you'll go straight through to Jeff's website from there. So thanks again for joining me, Jeff. It's been an absolute pleasure having you today. Well, thank you so much, and um, I'd be happy to come back anytime. Excellent. Now, guys, I encourage you to share this video and the information in it. You can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Also, download the app if you haven't done so already so that you can watch the shows on the go. And make sure that you leave your email in the box on this page as well because I would love to send you the Manifesting with the Masters video e-course. It's actually valued at $87, and I would love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.